turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Ten minutes or four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And we're here for the next two hours. We're talking about car and car repair stuff. And I need that to hit that scale there. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Because that's the wavelength I got. You're really loud in my ear oh, this well, then morning. You, you just do local. <laughs> See this local button right here? Yeah. There All right. You. Watch now. How about oh, that right you're there? You're screaming at me already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my ex-wife's sitting next to me. <laughs> gonna be. Yeah. yeah gonna be ex-wife. And so w- we've been doing radio since 1988. And a lot of times we did it together. Yeah. And so. I mean, you can answer questions because you've spent so much time on the front counter. And the real benefit to that is, is you heard the symptoms, Mm -hmm. then you did the billing. Yes. So you saw the symptoms and the repair. Right. And so you could put those together. Yeah. And, and speaking of somebody, we, we already have Chris on the phone. I want to go to Chris just right off the bat because okay. they've been waiting. So Chris, good morning. How can we help you? Oh, boy, I've finally, I've been hoping to make this phone call for years, but it's finally made. <laughs> uh, we, we've got a uh, truck, a, four, a 79 F-150 uh, with an inline six, and it's been in storage for about uh, 14 years. But we finally won the court case, and we're going to get it towed from California to Arizona. Okay. And uh, it's... It's going to need tires. It's going to need, I'm guessing, gas tank dip, radiator dip, filter replace, fuel line clean out, carb rebuild. Am I missing anything? No, and there's no guarantee you're going to need all that list. Yeah. Um, they, I, I'm going to tell you, if if I was charged with that, we'd suck, we'd, we'd use an electric pump. We'd suck out the fuel tank. We'd probably put some carburetor cleaner in there. We'd put fresh gas. We'd go forward, replace the fuel filter. We'd uh, put our hand over the top of the carburetor and crank it over, and if it started, we'd go, Waha! And, and 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 because when you put the hand over the carburetor, all the vacuum from the engine, all the suck from the engine pulls trash out of all those jets. So, But you have a gloved hand because there's a possibility of a backfire, and if your hand gloved hand is over there, it's not going to burn you. Yeah. So we use big leather gloves for that. And and then we would probably, is it a stick or uh, automatic? It's a stick. Okay, so I change the fluid in the stick. I change the fluid in the differential. Is it a two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive? It's a two-wheel drive. Okay, so I change the transmission fluid and I change the differential fluid. What else could we do? And, and I'd put new tires on it before you went on any kind of a long test uh, yeah. drive if they're that old. Yeah, if they're, I mean, if they're ten years old or more, if this, if this is possible, these tires are ten or fifteen years. 
I'm telling you that it's more likely than not they're they one or or, or or in a sequence are going to blow up, and you better hope it's not on the freeway when you're doing 65 miles an hour. And we won't even touch them after 10 years right. anyway, so nobody would take them off. So that's other it. Other than change them out to new tires. And what we do yep. is we take a one-inch hole saw and we drill through the sidewall of tires that are expired, so that nobody can put them back on a car. So it's our small way of ensuring that those old tires are not going to be sold by somebody who's got a used tire shop. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I, I do the I do the cooling system. I mean, there's okay. no I, I, no question. I'd, I'd flush the cooling system, but I wouldn't do anything to the tank. That filter is going to catch the trash, and we can replace it a lot cheaper than we can to pull the tank and have it boiled. And, and okay. As far so you're as spark plugs suck and stuff, it out. Yeah, yeah, just suck it out. Yeah, and then see how it runs, and then go from there. And yeah. the filter's going to catch any trash that goes between the tank and the carburetor. Yeah. And so if it all of a sudden it'll do 17, but it won't do 18, the filter's plugged up, and da da da, and the filter's going to be up by the carburetor. So now okay. that's kind of a cool truck. Yeah. Oh, I, I put some miles on it. That was a great truck. Okay. It's pristine too. I mean, it's like 165,000 miles. Wow. Oh, oh, and 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 that's nothing for us to to see that. My truck has 168, 178,000 miles on mm-hmm. it and it's as fresh as a daisy. Yeah, but it's a 2012. This is a 79. 40 some years old. 44. I know. What's the what's the approximate mileage on that? You said 165. Oh said. yeah, 165. I know he's going to have a little bit of burning oil at the very beginning until we get the rings unstuck. He's going to use a 30-weight oil in it so that we can thicken up the viscosity just a tad. He may have to put spark plugs in it and may have to put points in it, but probably not. If it was parked running, it should run okay. But I don't want him to spend a whole lot of money because this is an opportunity for someone in our industry to go, oh, every fluid, brake fluid, diff, transmission. Uh, we're going to pack the wheel bearings. We're going to sell you new tires. Um, we're going to rinse out your radio and, and uh, you know, stupid stuff. We're going to replace your windshield wiper washer. He can figure that out himself. Mm-hmm. Let's put it on the road and let's make sure it has good brakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So okay. it throttles up and good brakes and, and that's it. All right. Can I please have uh, tow it to you? Sure you can. We're we're okay. months out though, honestly. Uh, we're 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 out quite a bit right now, um, but um, it, he's not going to care. Um, what part of town do you live in? I'm in Scottsdale. Okay, south or north? Uh, I'm over by uh, Mesa Community College. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scottsdale Community College. Okay. Uh, what about Craig at Bell Auto? I mean, yeah, oh, he, this yeah. would be, be his. Oh, yeah, he'd So, Oh, so Craig you, at Bell Auto is a month out, too. we got another car okay. going to him. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're we're probably till January for that year of truck yeah. just because. We're just swamped. Yeah. And we got 20 bays, and we're swamped. So, uh, it, you know, uh, we you can call and make an appointment, and mm-hmm. then what we have is we have a drop-off. So if somebody doesn't show up, then we go to that list and call them up and say, hey, get your car in here if you can, and we'll, we're going to go take care of it. So we are working in that fashion. Yeah. But you can make a firm appointment, and, you know, if you've been in there however many years, then uh, you yeah. can wait another six months. Well, yeah, and I think the 25-year old or older that's what we're struggling with mm-hmm. because we don't have that many techs that do the older ones it's a couple of them so they get so behind that's a good point yeah. we got lots of techs that work on all aspects of the cars and we got guys that are really good with ignition systems and fuel systems and power steerings and all that but we have two 
guys yeah. that are just really the cat's meow of old cars. And they know what to And both of them are shaggy-headed, gray-haired guys. Mm-hmm. Both of them have been in the car repair business for 30, 40, 50 years. And you're talking about Ron and Eddie? Yeah, but yeah. Eddie's only 55, so probably not 50, okay. but he's been with us 34. <laughs> 34 so, <yeah>. years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then Ron's been with us how many years? Yeah, I probably 15 altogether. Altogether. Yeah, he left for a little while to go back to Idaho and then came back. back. Those two guys are what we call the fishbowl bays. So as you look at from the lobby, the first two bays is Eddie and the next two bays is Ron. And that's because all the hot rods are there, and people love to look at the hot rods. And your truck would be in, in one, two, or three, or four. So, But talk to Craig, and, or you, and you can make an appointment for us. But mm-hmm. And get it home, and get it washed up and vacuumed up and, and, and blow all the cobwebs off of us. You can still do that. Yeah, get some tires on there. Yeah. yeah, and I would go to discount, and I'd put the stock tires back on there, and I'd put steel-belted radials. That's what I would do. Okay. The stock steel-belted radials. Yep. They'll fit just fine, and you're updating the truck with a nicer ride, and they're good, solid tires, and they'll go a lot longer than the tires that came on that, which is a bias-ply, non-radial tire, and, and they're going to have a lot of nylon in them, and they're going to have four flat spots in the morning and when you drive for the first 10 miles it's going to feel like you're driving on a railroad track no so, i don't want to do that yeah okay, and this so is an upgrade they make a a a, 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 a um, what i'm looking for an know. ignition system an updated pointsless oh. uh, electronic ignition system oh, okay. they make a distributor of this where you can convert it to electronic ignition that's kind of cool but if you want to keep it like old, like it was, then you'd keep points and get a condenser in it. But really, you're going to do a tune-up at 15,000 miles, that ten to 15,000 miles. So it's not like it's going to cost you a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, Alrighty. I'd like it to be EMP-proof. So how do I get a hold of you guys? Um, we're at 480-598-1234. Four eight zero five nine eight one two three four. You're going to talk to Andy or Alan. That's my son and my daughter, and say I talked to your dad on the radio, and I've got this old truck, seventy nine Ford pickup that hasn't driven for you know hundred years. And uh, when can I bring it in? And will you put me on standby? Okay. All righty. Well, thank you, Chris. All thank right. you very much. All right. Six zero two. Uh huh. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. There's a lot of shops, and I'm going to get to you right away. But I got to do a spot real quick. Okay. The, this portion of On the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto. He's located at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, I've been a friend of his since 1983. No, that's when he has. I've been friends with him. I got it here somewhere. I've known him since when one when before we. Um, well, we had all Wachuki Mobile. Oh, right? yeah. No, that yeah, was 79. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, uh, we've known him, and he's a good guy. He has ASC certified technicians. I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. If you live in that general vicinity and you're looking for a good shop, I'd like to recommend Action Auto. Who might we have, Gil? Say hello to Howard. Howard, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Happy 4th. And this isn't that- the Howard that's going to bust your balls that you know. Okay, so <laughs> this is... This- Woo! Baby, <laughs> you, you you have a guy named Howard that's your friend, but I'm your friend okay. too. But you don't know me, so here's okay. the situation. This is the guy that has the Mercury Sable with the brake lights on, but I keep driving uh, it. And I've been uh-huh. driving it for two years like that, but that's not why I called you. I called to tell you how sage your what you your advice is because I've gone to Thompson's mm-hmm. and they handled me where no one else would. 
because I okay. was in a hurry, and I've gone to Harker's. And what you say okay. is the real deal, young man. You, you're telling the truth. They're, they're, they're straight up honest, and they do the job. They're a little pricey, but everybody's pricey. Everybody wants all their money. Um, well, I can let me tell you what pricey is. Before this all happened, what what was our labor rate? Before uh, I think it was one forty, one fifty. Yeah, one forty, one fifty. And what are we at now? Well, one seventy five. Where well, you no, know, but see, here's the deal: the technicians are asking for more money because of that. Right. So we're paying a little bit more money, and the parts pricing has gone up as well. Yeah. So our difference between one forty and one seventy five really represents our labor costs, mm-hmm. and the new technicians want more money. Yeah, because some of these yeah, people out there are paying two hundred or billing two and two fifteen yeah, an hour. We, so we got all kinds of shops that have been brought to our attention that are north of the two hundred mark, two fifteen mark. We, they don't deserve that. They're not that quality of a shop. But then again, I'm not the lord of co- of car repair and labor rates. But they're making it tough for us because when the guys come from there, they want the big <laughs> bucks. Yeah. So they do make it tough. But anyway, Howard, thank you very much for your call. That's a wonderful call, and I'm gonna I. Saved it for Harkers and Thompson. I'll cut it out and send it to them, and they'll be they'll be honored that you said that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We've got five lines open, and you're welcome to grab one of them. One more time, 602-598-0960. 508. <laughs> you're giving them ours. I, I, okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to do it right this time. 602-508-0960. Thank it. you. Bye. <laughs> Hugh Hewitt sees unrest in Russia. It's worth emphasizing that the threat to Putin was real, and the division in Russia is real and will likely endure. Uh, It might prove hard for Russian propagandists to find any heroes in the story. And there's not much else that Westerners can tell you, because we don't know... The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 4 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it... I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. Me too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. 
We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. PFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of of, uh, 10 o'clock. It's kind of cool how you and Gil helped me out because I gave the wrong phone number. And you're, you're, oh, let me turn you on. Then you, you, you're saying, you gave the wrong number. And then Gil yeah. hears you say, you yeah. gave the wrong number. Then he says, do it again. Yeah. And exactly. so, I mean, all in a period of four seconds, we fixed it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the number is 602 What did I say? One, two, three, four? No, you said 598. Oh, 598. Okay, yeah. 602 There you go. And I'm used to 598 Yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, well, let's go to the phones because we have uh, Tom and Bruce. But, Tom, you were first. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Thanks for the show. Uh-huh. Um, I have a, an 07 Ford Ranger. Uh, okay. It's like brand new. It's only got 35,000 miles on it. And it has automatic door lock. And one of them is misbehaving. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it myself. And I'm wondering, is that the kind of thing I should take to Thompson's or should I take it to Ford? Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, that, on a 1 to 10 scale, that's a 3. That, okay. That's really yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna probably pop pop the latch assembly out and without tearing up the 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 door panel, and they're gonna jump a couple of wires and they're gonna test for power in the ground, and and you you reverse that to make the window. You have power touching uh, power, and then when we do ground, you're gonna reverse the polarity. So that's how it you goes know, up I, and down. On on my on my truck, I I'm one of the few that I still have roll up windows. Oh, well, that's just a regulator, and we fixed a lot of those with a spot weld here and a spot weld there. Here, a spot, there, a spot. Wait. He says the window won't go up and down. Right. The regulator's in the door. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, it's the door lock. The automatic door lock is giving me problem. Okay. And and they're electric, right? Electric door lock? Yes, sir. I got one of those those, uh, key fobs that turns it on remotely and opens it up and 
sets the alarm, all that kind of thing. All right. Is the so when you lock and unlock the door with your fob, only one door's working, the other one's okay. Well, one of them is starting to go away. It, it, it's real loud, and sometimes it makes you know ungodly noises, and it's it, it's gonna it's gonna stop working any time now. Okay. So we really only have one door lock to deal with because the other one's not noisy and seems to work open and close the lock. Yes, sir. Okay, well, it's just going to be going to the door panel and, and lube it and see what the noise is. Maybe it's come loose from its mounting. Yeah. Maybe it's leaking a little bit of oil, and we would change that. Yeah. So it's really a matter of just taking the door panel off. But that's one of those things that you're going to pay the door panel off, and then, <clears throat> and I'm dying, not trying to talk you into anything, but in any shop, if you don't have the thing, they're still going to pay you the R&R. You got to take it off and put it back on. You're still going to pay that, but they hopefully yeah. they'll write it down and say this is what it needs to be done and this is the estimate for it. Yeah, and Thompson should be able to do that. Oh, no problem. On a one to ten scale, this is a this is a three or a four. This is not a okay. nine or a ten. Okay. And so then I'll, when, I'll go to, when you yes, go to, sir? I'm sorry, when you go to Thompson, you just say Mark Salem said you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but if you need help, call him. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and they'll laugh just like you laugh. They'll laugh. Okay. Okay. All right? All right, sir. Thank you very much. Have a happy Fourth of July. Thank you very much. Uh, Bruce, you're up next. Yeah. Uh, hi, uh, Mark. I got a, I've been listening to you for many years, like 30. Okay. Uh, I have a fifth, I have fifth uh, 2017 Hyundai with uh, 58,000 miles on it. Took it in for a free software update to the dealer. And, of course, he has the opportunity to look at the car. And uh, comes back with an email to me because I was home. I left the car there with recommendations to do uh, a, uh, uh, a injector flush, uh, a brake fluid change, uh, coolant change, alignment, you know, the whole bit. Uh, with a detailed explanation of why you should do each one of these things which I thought was interesting because I listened to you a long time. So I called the dealer. I said, well, where does it say this in the manual that I need to do this? You know, your your old trick that you keep talking about. Okay, now stop. Uh, he said, you're in Arizona and your manual wasn't written for Arizona. He said, you, you have to check the asterisks at the bottom that uh, that shows different conditions. So, right. like, if you're, tow- if you're towing yeah, or if, if you're only driving a mile or two, or if you're, you know, if the cold uh, it talked about, it didn't say anything about heat. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I, you know, I'm one of those weird guys that reads the owner's manual, and I said, well, uh, you know, it, it says to change the coolant at 120,000 miles. Well, you know, then he says, you, you really need, oh, uh, you, you need to follow the exceptions in there. And then uh, the injector flush they said, that, you know, you got carbon buildups because of the ethanol and the gasoline in Arizona. So, I don't know. It's okay. just all kinds of things that you say are going to happen. Uh, all right, but let, let me comment. Let me comment, okay? Um, <clears throat> you would have liked it better if he had called you and said, hey, does this have a rough idle? Do you ever have an extended cranking thing? How's your fuel economy? Do you smell rotten eggs? None of that, right? None of that. So, if there's an injector problem, one of those is going to happen. But if you say none of those do work, and, and first of all, the service writer wouldn't have a clue as to what to say. But it's, 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 well, tell me what you see that tells you I need that. 
And it's really a feel-good thing. And I want to tell you something. When we have Jeff Flush Injectors, we make some money, honey. And it's because the equipment's really expensive, and the flush is really expensive. So we make a lot of money. Uh, as far as all the rest of that stuff, go buy your manual and don't listen to them. And it's going to yeah. be mileage or time. And then you can call them and ask them. But the, the stuff that they gave you is all high-profit, low-risk all we're going to do is flush the brake fluid. They make a litmus paper that you can stick in your brake fluid and your coolant, and it'll tell you a pass-fail. You can go get that from an auto zone. So, And then you have to have symptoms associated with this. He says, well, you know, we need to uh, replace all the fan belts. Well, it's only a 17. So, I mean, it's... it's 58,000 miles. Yeah, 58,000 miles. That's not, that's not anything that's even reasonable. Um, I, I think you and I, what are we running our, our hoses and belts? Isn't it close to eighty to 100,000 miles? Yeah, usually yes. we say 80 or 8 years. Okay, so yeah. that's what we usually say. That's We know that those parameters, the cars that are towed in with cooling system problems are usually north of 80,000 miles or 8 years old. So it's just... But well, you, you see... Know, I did say to the guy, what symptoms... Is this going to fix? And he says, well, I don't know. He says, it's just recommended by our uh, technicians that you do this at this, these intervals. And so, right, know, right now, we're yeah. so busy that our technicians can't sell nothing. We're up to our ears and alligators, and but there's lots of shops that are not. And so as a result, they start pushing pressure on their technicians. Got to find something wrong. We need to get that ticket price up. And you have you have the brake tire rotation, brake jobs, upper control arm bearings, all the fluids, the cooling system, the transmission fluid, uh, the uh, the brake fluid. It's you got all that stuff. And it's all high profit. Now, on the brake fluid stuff, we have equipment that we look at the brake fluid and we look how much water it's got in the brake fluid, how much moisture, because that system is really airtight. So your 2017 can be just fine. So, you know. I I have a tool that checks the condensation of the brake fluid, and he backed off that one. And and see, that's. It's just. It's. It's going on in our industry because the 3,000-mile oil change is gone. The 3,000-mile oil change is gone. So we don't get to clip your hair every 3,000 miles. Everybody's at seven and 10,000 miles. So we've lost a whole lot of business when we're clipping your hair and you come in for your oil change. The tire rotations and the windshield wiper blades and the flushing this and flushing that, they're only flushing your wallet. That's the only flush they're doing, is they're flushing your wallet. And I got nine seconds to get out, so I'm going to say to you, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we have five lines open. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What's wrong with the weather? Are COVID climate engineering operations already ongoing? Are weather modification operations robbing us of our rain? What else is our government hiding from us about COVID-19 and countless other issues? If you want answers to questions corporate media talking heads won't touch, tune into the weekly non-political commercial-free Global Alert News Hour, Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-273-8255. 
1-800-438-5383. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Renee Salem here uh, with you. And Suzanne and John are our next two callers. If you'd like to join us, if you have a car question or a car problem, or if your wife says this and your grandpa says this and your uncle says this, then give me the question and I'll chime in. Mm-hmm. Or Renee can chime in. Okay. All right? Yes. Anyway, let's go to Suzanne. Suzanne, good morning. How can we help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Thank you for taking my call and for providing the service for us. Sure. I have Two questions. One is about my air conditioner in my car. I have a 2007 F-150 Ford pickup truck, and recently I took it to Sun Devil Auto, and they, um, I took it there because my air conditioning seemed like it wasn't very cold, and I have like about 150,000 miles on my truck. So they charged me a bunch of money and flushed out the air conditioner, and then they put some very two or three hundred dollar um 
some kind of coolant in it that R- wasn't refrigerant. Free. Refrigerant, yeah. yeah. And it and it works, but it doesn't seem like it works as well as it used to. And so my question is, is the refrigerant they use now just not as good, or did they not do a good job? No. Um, we, we need to do a little bit of testing here. I want you to open up the hood of the truck, and I'm sure the air conditioning compressor is there. And you're okay, going to turn on your... I'll Say have that to go again. out and get my keys. I'm no, no, not right, oh, not right now. Right now. No, yeah. Not right now. What, what you're going to do is you're going to find your air conditioning compressor. It's going to have two tubes coming off the back of it, and it's going to be on a fan belt, okay? And you're going to start your truck up, and you're going to let it idle, and you're going to go maximum fan, maximum everything. If Turn the temperature down okay. as low as it goes. Then you're going to touch the back of those two tubes. If they're readily accessible, one of them's going to be hot. Not hot enough to burn you, and the other better be ice cold. Ice cold. Hot and cold. If you end up with one that's hot and one that's cold, you're okay. Okay. And and that, 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 that cold is the low side, and we send that that refrigerant to a radiator that's underneath the dash, and behind it we have a fan. So the fan blows air through the radiator that's cold, and then that's distributed to your things. Now... You could have a problem with the blend door. The blend door opens and closes and gives you all hot or all cold, and sometimes they stick in the middle where you get a little bit of hot and a little bit of cold. We know how to check that because what we're going to do is we're going to go into defrost, and it should blow through the dash, and then we're going to go to floor, and it should blow through the floor. That door is opening and closing like it should. Mm -hmm. Um, The prices they charged you, well, fair. And, and yeah, and they have to put in the same refrigerant that they took out, so it's not a different kind. I know newer cars have different refrigerant now, but the one that they took out of yours, which is probably the R134, is what they had to put back in, and that's a little bit more expensive because it's a little bit hard to get, and actually the newer stuff is even more expensive. But the R12 is really expensive. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's like non-existent I, anymore. I know, but we have... We have lots of R12, but we only put it in those cars that really right. benefit. Right. Uh, all you need to do is touch that. And if you have a problem where that's ice cold, but it's not real cold in the car, then somebody just needs to check the blend door, which is underneath the dash. But here's how you check it. Go to defrost uh-huh. and see if it comes out of defrost. Go to floor and see if it comes out floor. I don't care what the temperature is. You can go hot. You can go cold. I don't care. But, but a windshield... And floor. If it gives you 100% air out of the windshield and 100% out of the floor, you don't have a door problem. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing is, is now we have to put in the exact amount of refrigerant. And if they got it a little bit over, a little bit under, that can make it blow a little bit warm, too. And, and we're going to suck out your refrigerant and hang on to it. We're going to clean it up, remove the moisture, remove the trash, and then it we put two Let's say we put 24 ounces back in, but it's a 36-ounce system. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use your refrigerant and give it back to you, but we're going to sell it back to you because we've just cleaned it up and we virtually made it new. So we're going to clean it up and charge you for that, and then we're going to add 4 ounces or 6 ounces over here. 12, yeah. yeah, yeah, Whatever whatever. it is. I think they added a couple ounces, and I I forget what kind it was. It was mm -hmm. some letter and number. Well, our 12 is... They told me they weren't using the same thing that they took out, I don't think. Um, well, 
Um, you you got an 07 F-150, and that's probably going to be – that's not going to be an R-12. I don't think that's so. That's going to be a 123, right? Uh, or a, 134. 134. Yeah. And, and 123 is another one out I, there. I don't know how they could have – because don't you have to convert the systems if you're going to put a different refrigerant in? No, she probably came with the, the 134. It's, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's a it's one hundred fifty thousand O two F one fifty. So okay. It, it, I'm pretty sure it came with the one thirty four. Right. So if they put if they sucked it out and they put yours back in, it was one thirty four, and then they added another eight ounces of one thirty four to top you off. That's right. all. That process is normal. I won't comment on price, but all that process is normal. Now let me ask you real quick. Do you know the difference between um, uh, normal and maximum? Yeah. Okay. Tell me what the difference is. Uh, maximum, I don't bring in outside air. Bingo, 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 bingo. Recirculatory. It's though. maximum is recirculation. So we suck the air from the feet of the passenger. Mm-hmm. We cool it off and send it back to you. Mm-hmm. A normal. You have to have the windows open because we're sucking outside air in that could be 130-degree temperature. We're going to try to cool that off and throw that at you. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. I don't know if you're married or not, but just take this as a joke. The guy sitting next to you stinks. <laughs> and, and, and for whatever reason, B.O. or whatever. Well, and where do you come up with this stuff? It's, wait, let me finish. Okay. Okay, so the person next to you stinks. You roll his window down just a little bit, and you go to maximum. Okay. We're going to blow that out that window. Okay. Okay? So we're going to use that. We don't want to do recirculatory because we're going to take his stink or her stink and recirculate it. Okay. So drop the passenger window and and, and all that goes out. Okay. Gosh darn. It's the difference between the air conditioning in your house and a swamp cooler. Right. Okay, the swamp cooler, you open up the window, we get airflow through it. So I'm making a joke about that, but it's a good way to describe the difference. Oh, it is, yes. <sighs> I could use other things that would really make you mad, but I'm not going to. Okay. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and John, I'll be with you first, I promise. The Seth Liebson Show. At some point in 2024, it would be good for one of the candidates or all of the candidates to talk about making education the issue for the Republican Party once again. Used to be in the 90s, everyone, everyone, both sides would say, I want to be the education president, just as they run for governor. I want to be the education governor. Haven't heard enough about it from the Republicans. They need to own this issue, too. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Hi, this is Matt. And I'm just like you. I'm really concerned with where our state is going, especially in the public schools, where teachers have the freedom to promote socialism and secularism, and where morality and conservative values have no place. So when it came to enroll our five-year-old in kindergarten, there was no question that we were going to send him to a private Christian school. But how would we afford it? Well, thanks to this program called aztuitions.com, we got the entire year for half price. There was no catch. You just go to aztuitions.com, some of the best private Christian schools in our area right there, offering half price tuitions for the upcoming school year. And maybe you don't have kids. Maybe they're all grown up. But you can still leave a legacy for the next generation. Give a child you know the gift of a good education at aztuitions.com. We're talking about our future here, folks. aztuitions.com Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. 
planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe and is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to clear up something. Okay. Some, you, you accuse me of being too technical sometimes, and it is true. Okay. The first old cars with air conditioning used 12. Right. And then the second group of vehicles was 134, and mm-hmm. today it's 1234. Right. And when we do the swap out, we usually flush the oil out because there's a different oil for each one of them, mm-hmm. and the oil is circulated through the system to help everything get going. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to fly, and then we're going to fill it up. And then there's also a little bit of a conversion. If you use three pounds, you should use 2.6 and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. But most of the times we know how much to put back in it because we're you're looking at the gauges and we're looking at the center vent temperature and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Suzanne had one more question. Suzanne, go right ahead. Oh, thank you. I did look up on my receipt and it was they used R134A okay. on. That that's the okay. one for your 07 Ford. Okay, that's good. My other okay. question was: uh, I live in Carefree, and I I don't think I was wondering if you knew any honest and good car repair shops somewhere around uh, here. Are you closer to Scottsdale Road, or are you closer to Pima, the 101? Um, I'm kind of in between the two. Okay, well, Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. And you can Blackwell. tell him, Mark, yeah, Blackwell Automotive. And okay. you just tell him, Mark Salem says you're good enough, but you're not the best. <laughs> and he'll laugh. He'll laugh. Okay. And, and, and that's really the closest I've got up there. Yeah, because I think the other guys that are. And Greenway, 40th and Greenway. Okay. Okay. And here's a joke for you. Okay. Um, just real quick. Well, it's actually not a joke, but it's kind of funny. It's way easier to get a hold of you than it is when I call up my doctor cardiologist and I've got, you know, a problem. Yeah. I got a human, got a human right away, so thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, and, and really, I think you'll agree, Renee. Uh, I, this 
answering calls like this is 24 hours a day for me. Yeah, Except for much. sleeping. <laughs> I mean, emails and stuff like that. People don't call me because they don't have my phone number. Right. But emails and stuff like that. But thank you, Suzanne. John, how can we help you today, John? You there? Yes, sir. Go right ahead. I'm uh, I'm looking to purchase a, a mid-size SUV, a diesel. And I'm wondering if there's anything that you have better Wait. motor like no I, I i need to give you to give me your three options you you tell me what the three uh, is i would be looking at maybe the bmw the audi and uh range rover give me another <laughs> give me a couple more <laughs> uh, you know that's, what that's you're gonna what i'm at Okay, yeah. uh, there's I'm, none of those. I would recommend none of those. They're very expensive okay. cars, very expensive cars. And and when you buy a water pump for a General Motors or a Ford or a Chrysler, you'll you'll spend a hundred bucks with a water pump with one of those. And this is a guess example. You might spend three four hundred dollars for the pump. It's very expensive okay. of a car to fix. It doesn't make up for two percent of all the cars on the road so if you break down in in road forks new mexico Mm -hmm. that guy can fix chevy fords and hondas and toyotas and dodges but he's going to send you a tow truck so i don't like any of the of the of those kinds of suvs because they're extremely expensive and frankly i have to call you and tell you that your air conditioning compressor just went And I, and and then I'm going to tell you it's fifteen hundred dollars to two thousand dollars, and I'm not telling the people with the Chevy, the Ford, the Dodge, the Honda, and Toyota that. Yeah. So if you okay. want, let me go. Uh, you want a diesel? Yeah. And and diesel. obviously the SUV. Ford, the Dodge, and the Chevrolet all have diesels in their sport utility vehicles. Let me just tell you this: my son has a Dodge. I have a Dodge. Okay, but those are trucks. Are they? They still uh, SUVs. They still. I mean, you can okay. still get a four-door, four-wheel drive yeah. with diesels in them. And I just bought a Jeep, and I love it. It's a diesel. And it's a diesel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, And she paid three times what we paid for our first house for that Jeep. So you need to be ready for the SUV, big boy. <laughs> anyway, I, I like the Dodge. I like the Chevy. Um, I like the diesels in all of them. The 6.6 mm-hmm. six on the Chevrolet, the 6.7 on the Dodge, and the 6.7 the six, uh, six, on the Ford, too. So I think you stick with one of those SUVs. And not only that is there's a whole lot of guys that can fix those. We work on those a lot, and that doesn't re- that doesn't say that they need a lot of work. There's the volume that we have, and we don't struggle with those fixing them. We're not finding the parts are completely out of whack. I mean, they do have their idiosyncrasies, but here's the problem. You have a problem, and you take it to the wrong guy, and he guesses, and you spend $800 with him, and he doesn't fix it. That sets you into a mindset that you need to go to the dealer or something like that. So then you go to the dealer, or you go to another shop, and then there's going to be a hopefully those two guys can figure it out but there's lots of independent shops that are, are going to be really tight with diesels uh, nate at strictly diesel up at pinnacle peak and i-17 is one blackwell does diesels thompson's done diesels we do diesels so um, we do a lot of the performance stuff as well as the maintenance stuff and we also do the modification stuff tires and wheels lifting lowering them exhaust systems and all that stuff 
But if you're just going to drive it around and use it as a family car, you don't need to spend that kind of money. If you're if you're single and foolish and you have a whole lot of money, then I can help you spend it. <laughs> then go buy one of those other vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I don't or know. buy one of those other vehicles. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah, John, I I um. So there's, stick with the Jeep, the Jeep, the Chevy, GMC, Ford, yeah. and yep. Dodge. And Dodge. Mm-hmm. And and I drive a Dodge. My wife drives a Jeep. And they're made by the same company, I think, your Jeep and my Dodge. Yeah. We've had we've got lots of customers with the Duramax diesel, uh, and that's the Chevrolet, the Duramax. And then we got the Ford diesel out there, and there's a lot of guys that drive Fords. Mm-hmm. So I think if you want a diesel, it's one of those. Now, let me tell you about Renee's. Renee's has, has got the Jeep Rubicon What's that other thing? Gladiator. It's a gladiator. Gladiator yeah. says that it's a pickup truck, four-wheel drive pickup truck, but it's also a four-door. Yes. Yes. And it's really nice. It's really, it's got oh, lots of power. And it's really, really nice to drive. Now, we leveled it out, so now it's not drooping in the front. We put 38-inch tires. We reprogrammed the speedometer to reflect the right amount because the tires were quite different than those. And it it runs like a rocket ship. Mm -hmm. And it's a a gladiator. The Rubicon is the interior trim level. Yeah, yeah, and and the towing stuff and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So The package. We love that. One more thing. Do you recommend or do you uh, reprogramming diesels? Well, um, it just depends. <laughs> Some of it's illegal. <laughs> and and um, we, we reprogrammed her tire diameter. So you take the diameter right. times pi, and it tells you the circumference. So the circ- if, right. if, it, if they're showing it in a diameter, we change the diameter. If they're showing it in circumference, we do that. We make the transition. Um, there are some there are some programmers that you can plug in and add a little bit more squirt or a little longer squirt, and they'll oftentimes give you a noticeable difference, but it's not going to turn your Lizard four-cylinder uh, Jeep into a r- r- Rapid Roy the race car boy kind of car. Mm-hmm. But if you want that kind of thing, then there's a lot of shops in the town can uh, can add some power to something yeah. in the diesel. Yeah. Now, like the Gladiator, they don't... The, this is a 2023, so it's not out yet. Yeah, they, it's they brand don't, new. I, but I don't need any more power than it has already. Well, so. and i got to tell you something. <laughs> I drive that her truck, for, and so do you, mm-hmm. from Payson to Tempe all the time because we have horses up in Payson, and we like it up in Payson. I mean, when you climb Mount Orton that, you set the cruise control for whatever you want, and that thing's going to take that cruise control all the way to the top of the mountain. So if you set it in a speed limit 65, and like my wife sets it at 95, whew, she's going fast. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so, but you can look at all of them. You can look at all of them, okay? Sounds real good. All right. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Um, let me talk real quick uh, uh, about, we talked about a lot of shops that uh, that I recommend. And let me tell you about this. This is kind of important. I recommend shops, but and I'm also involved in disputes. I'm recommending shops where I know who owns it. I know their wife. I have their cell phones. I know their technicians. I know they've been around a long time. I've checked with the parts guys. Does Mark pay his bills? Does he ever return parts after he tries this and tries that? Um, is he a good shop? Is he a shop that you send your mother to? And I'm talking to the parts people that provide that. I can tell you that there's been times I say that thing and they go, he doesn't even pay his bill. He's a big jerk. And he he returns almost, and he, and he buys a mass airflow sensor, he puts it on the car, and that's not it, so he returns it. So he's using our brand new parts to help his diagnosis. That's what I hear sometimes. Otherwise, they say, oh, no, I use Blackwell. Oh, no, I use Martin's Auto. Oh, no, no, I use this, I use that. So those guys are the ones I recommend. 
I'm really serious about that. And I tell people, if you have a bad time and they, it's determined the shop did something wrong and they won't pay you, depending on the circumstances, I will. Or fix your car. Or fix your car. Mm-hmm. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. What? Oh, Oh, I yeah. got five minutes going. What What's is going on you know with what? you today? I, you are going to read your your commercial. Okay, well, strictly, I am. Yeah, well, I did, and I looked at the timesheet, and I'm going. I think I'm supposed to be out now, or did I miss a break? Yeah. I don't. No. Anyway, this is part of my problem. Strictly diesel service and repair. Nate. Mm-hmm. Nate's about 17 feet tall. He's got hands like tennis rackets, and he's exactly the kind of young man you hope marries your daughter. But although he's married. He is such a kind gentleman. He's a man giant, and he knows Chevy Fords and Dodges better than anybody I know. There are times we will call Nate. Here's the symptoms. Guide us, mm-hmm. and he'll help us out. And he'll call us on gas some, some, sometimes, too, because mm-hmm. we're better on gas than he is. But Nate's really a good guy. He's up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. He does all the Chevys, the Ford, the Dodges, and foreign and domestic light diesel trucks and some foreigns. So if you want the best diesel guy in town, hands down, then Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Do we have any callers? Lines are open. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I was going to comment about Bruce, uh, his call today about how he took it into the dealer for a software update, and then they gave him a laundry list. And I happened to work the last two weeks at the shop, which I don't always work Because our daughter Andy took her family to Alaska. Yeah, and Alan was gone the week before. So um, I can't tell you how many people called in and said, hey, I need a second opinion because the dealer told me I need this, this, and this. And um, it's crazy. It's just like what they did to Bruce. You know, it's stuff that... All right, let me ask you. Yes. I'm interrogating you. Okay, yes. You, when you're, when you're doing that, Uh and and Alan was gone for what, 10 days, and then Andy was gone for 10 days, Uh and and, and to tell you the truth, one of our customers owns a bunch of cabins, uh, and he's taken a real liking to Andy and Alan, Uh so he said to Alan, come on up, you'll give you a cabin for nothing, well, you gotta fly up and back, and and Alan paid, because I told him, you gotta pay. Yeah, no, they paid, So they spent 10 days with their kids and loved it, they halibut fish, they, uh, what was the other one, salmon, Yeah. and so then, then the customer says to Andy, you too. Mm-hmm. So Andy's our CEO, CFO. Alan it handles our our mechanical engine, a uh, mechanical portion. He manages the shop. He's mm-hmm. six foot six. He's a big boy. Nobody messes with him, and he knows the the diesels like nobody else. So it's really important from a point of view that you you see the work order, you write the work order from the front counter. They mm-hmm. tell you everything. Mm-hmm. Then you get to see the end work order because it comes across your desk. Right. So you're looking to make sure. The d- symptoms are, are there, mm-hmm. and the repair is there, and they match. Right. And, and this was just like, I need a flush, and I need this, and the, and stuff that was way off the mileage that they didn't, didn't need, need this done. one. Yeah. This yeah. one what? This one guy brought it in, and same thing. He needed like four different fluid flushes, and he need, needed none of those. Okay. You know, he was at like 37,000 miles. So okay. it was... 
All right, we, we have equipment to test coolant. We have equipment to test brake fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, we can visually smell the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and Freon, we're not going to do anything with unless it's low. So yeah. when you look at the big picture, it's pretty easy to determine whether you need that stuff. Sure. If we take the, if we take the brake fluid lid off and it looks like chocolate milk, yeah. yes, you need that. Mm-hmm. If we take the power steering uh, and it looks like chocolate milk instead of red cherry soda pop, you need it. Yeah. Um, so it's good they're getting second opinions, or best thing is look at your owner's manual and go by that. And in that particular case, you're right. You already know the owner's manual disagreed with the, those things. 